Hey, this is Mateo Lane. I'm Emma Wilman. And this is Inside the Closet. Inside the Closet. Welcome back to another episode of Inside the Closet. Thank you guys so much for being here. Mateo and I are joined today by a very special guest. Nick Smith. Woo! Hi, Hi Nick. Nick came with me to Pittsburgh. I'm slightly, slightly under the weather. And uh, it sucks when you have a whole weekend of shows, but I'm going to power through and I'm drinking honey with hot water. Very nice. Now, is Nick, is Nick, do Nick, are you going to do, do the shows or are you, are you coming for moral um, support? I'm there for moral support. I also think Mateo will probably bring me on at some point. Yes. Because mm-hmm. I think at this point, the audience will love it. Yeah, absolutely. That video you guys did, what was it? The one, I think you guys were at the, um, at, were you guys at the Olive Garden? Yes. Yeah, that was so funny. I love the Olive Garden. I like the Olive Garden too. I love the Olive I love, love the consistency. Consistency? We went there and had seven different waiters, 18 different napkins. They smashed all the dishes well, in front no, of us. no, no. We were sweating and there were kids running around. It's not emotional mm-hmm. consistency. It's consistency in the food. What they, yes. the, pasta, the pasta was stuck together. Consistently. You know it's real. Exactly. Consistently. <laughs> yeah, well, Emma, you've talked about, do they have an Olive Garden where you grew up? Oh, no. So Nick in Maine, where I'm from, the Olive Garden was like the fancy restaurant you went to like before prom, which is. That's how, yeah. Because it was, it was rural Maine. So it was like in the winter, there was no restaurants open. And then in the summer, there would be a bunch of fancy restaurants because it was like a very like coastal summer community. But. Right. right. Year round, all like before prom, we would like hike up, drive the forty five minutes to the Olive Garden. Is that what it was like for you? One hundred percent. Really, like, you would like drive forty minutes to Olive Garden or Red Lobster, but that was like only for special occasions. So like someone's fiftieth birthday party, or like totally before prom, or like uh, any really special event. Imagine we had to drive Mateo up for his fiftieth birthday party to the Olive Garden. We'd have to have a bag over his head. Bag over his head. Where did you roam in the trunk? Where where did Nick grow up? Where did you grow up? Uh, Rural northeastern Pennsylvania, like north of Scranton, um, but right on the border. So the Olive Garden we went to was in Binghamton, New York. How many people grew up in your town? In my town, 700, 800 people, Um, half of which is my family. (laughs) And my dad's the mayor. Seriously? Seriously, I'm the second son of New Melford, Pennsylvania. <laughs> do you guys ever do this? Sometimes when I meet people that are like like out noticeably, I just assume they're from a city. Like I would have yeah. assumed. I mean, I've been in New York now for 13 years. Right. So like, I mean, I am from Pennsylvania, but like I've been in New York a long time now. Were you but flamboyant? You were exactly like this in high school. And I was exactly like this in high school when I was quote unquote straight. Oh, Nick had a girlfriend for a long time. I did. I had it a was me. Through high school. Me, Nick and I. <laughs> they were having, they were had sex and everything. I had sex with my boyfriend. Yeah. It's just, but again, you know, coming from such a small area, it's just what you did because you almost didn't know any different. You're like, okay, I mean, everyone else is, so I guess that's just what you do. Totally. I really, well, I really tried to push it. Like I said, I was waiting till I was married to have sex. And then, <laughs> and people thought it was so odd because they were like, but you smoke pot, drink, smoke cigarettes, cheat on tests. And 
And you know, I love the cheating on tests. Drink and drive. Oh, because I cheated on. I had this whole like thing. I cheated too, Emma. I cheated on my tests too. I've I've tried to write about it so many times because I was I I was trying to write about it because like I would spend more time cheating than it would take to actually study and learn the stuff, and I would get like right. I would learn like Braille and like encode it into an apple, and then do that just to get a B minus on something that would have actually helped me to know. But I said I couldn't have. Always. I always like I was really good in math (gasps) and I was pretty good in science. Ooh. But I sometimes would cheat in science though. And I thought I was so slick. The one time I taped a piece of paper (laughs) on the inside of my shirt. And because I was an actor, yes, yes. I would be like, oh no. And bury my face in my shirt like, oh, this is so stressful. And like read the piece of paper. And in my mind, I was like, it's a foolproof plan. Mm Because what is my teacher going to come up to a 13-year-old and say, lift your shirt? And then I would say sexual assault. Yeah, that's right. But that didn't happen. And she knew something was up because paper is crinkly. God damn it. (laughs) So yeah, you didn't write on silk like you were an Egyptian in three thousand BC, right? Right. A striped sheet of paper you store for one of your girlfriend's notebooks with a jelly roll pen. So she knew something was up, but then I got really paranoid because this girl directly next to me, who was also cheating, put a piece of paper between her thighs and would like open her thighs and look down, and the teacher caught her. So then I stopped looking at my shirt because I was like, oh, she's on the look. She's on the hunt. She's on the hunt. Also, rookie move on that other girl's part. Rookie. I mean, she had some powerful thighs, so like mm. I get where she was going with this. <laughs> me In my German class, my friends and I would say like, we would hold up like our finger one, and then someone would tap one for A, two for B, three for C, Four for D. Where were the answers coming from, though? Because I feel bad for those kids. The kids, kids to get kids, kids in the test or the class before who would take the test. Oh, I would feel write like... down the answers and then give us the answer. I got caught for cheating once from a teacher that I look back now. He was totally gay. Really? And he would make us watch movies that had like naked men in it. The original Romeo and Juliet from the nineteen sixties. He's naked, and then the like original Lord of the Flies were just like naked kids running around an island. And, I and you saw the genitals. Well, I'm just now looking yeah, back at like a six, I was like 16 or 15 and I was like, this doesn't seem right. There's some version of Lord of the Flies where that was going on. And I remember being like, I think the book was enough. Like, I don't think we needed the whole. Wow. So he was a groomer. Yes. It, kind of. Thanks, Biden. I guess he was. <laughs> I look back now and I think he was. I think he was gay. <laughs> he was. Was he married? I don't remember, but I remember he kind of was a feminine. Now I, I. Yeah, he was probably gay. I mean, Probably. that's weird to see the most people are the the genitals like that. And if you see a genital in a classroom, something's gone horribly wrong. I just remember the the Rome, Romeo was like naked, like showing his butt, laying in the bed, what? and all this stuff. And yeah, wow. I don't uh, know. I was like fifteen or something. Were there other kids was, around yeah. when he showed you this? Yeah, well, it, it wasn't was just like me. It wasn't like <laughs> okay. he was giving me a, it was at home a private night screen. Oh my private God. lesson. <laughs> Mateo, we need to work on your English. Come to the class. We're going to watch Romeo and Juliet. How many people did you graduate with, Emma? I graduated with, okay, my 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 elementary school, I went to this little Waldorf school. So that was tiny. That was like 12 kids. So they would combine the classes. So maybe like 30, but graduating 12. High school, probably like 75. And there was a girl last night 
who, because I talk about the cop in my town and I use his real name, Scott. And then at the end of the show, when I was doing like meeting people, she came up and she was like, Scott got promoted to sheriff. And then she like rattled off these like facts about my town and my head, my head, I was like, who the fuck are you? And then she was like, I just wanted to psych you out. I'm from your hometown. And I was like, but it was so trippy because she was like, Scott's not the cop anymore. He's the sheriff. And she like updated me on stuff. And I was like, I was about to have a heart. I thought I was tripped out, but that's how small it was. That's how I graduated with 90 kids and it was the same 90 kids I went to preschool with Woo! all the way through 12th grade. And in the same building, the elementary, middle and high school were all the same building that shared an auditorium, cafeteria and gym. But then there were separate wings for the classrooms. So like high school had their own classrooms, middle school, elementary, but it was the same 90 kids. Jesus. So by the end of it, we all fucking hated each other granted oh. i went to school with some real turds um <laughs> but i was the senior class president and nice. i gave the speech at graduation Woo! and it was just like it was just like known that our specific class really didn't get along everyone mm. was fighting we were all catty none of us liked each other and at my graduation my graduation speech started with well it wasn't easy <laughs> and we certainly didn't get along, but we made it. <laughs> Did people laugh? Yeah, I, I literally, everyone in the audience was like, yeah. I was like, <laughs> we probably won't keep in touch after this. Most of us will probably never see each other again. <laughs> but, and I remember senior week, which is the last week, we like came together to do a prank and stuff. And we actually like had kind of a good time. And I was like, if you're going to try to think back, only think of this last week of the 12 years we've spent together because it was the only enjoyable moment. And in the local newspapers, it literally <laughs> wrote, uh, class divided, graduates united. <laughs> what were you guys disagreeing about so much? Was it just like you didn't like hanging out or was it like? Everything. We were just, it was a class with a lot of big personalities. Right. The girls and me, for obvious reasons, okay, um, were specifically very catty and we just like didn't get along it's just constantly bickering and constantly well, you're with like, each other every single day sure right and we've been years. i was gonna say we had been together and grew up together for 13 years at this point so like we were just fucking sick of each other makes it hard to grow too in some ways because it's like someone might remember you in one way but then you want to change but then you still 100 percent. it was a i mean literally people would be like, remember what you did in sixth grade? And you're like, no, I repressed that shit. Right? Like, <laughs> Jenny, it's 11th grade. Yeah. Grow move up on, and bitch. move the fuck on. 100%. But you can't because, right. <laughs> of course, everyone remembers what you did in the sixth grade. You were all together. Was Here's how many kids mm. went to my school. I grew, I had a different preschool, then an elementary, so kindergarten through fifth. Then we all went to a middle school, six through 11, six through uh, eight, nine. Six, eight, nine. Yeah, that that makes sense. And um, but then, but all the other school elementary schools came there, and then the high schools. We had to split the class, and half of our kids we went to middle school with went to one high school, and we went to another high school. And my graduating class was, I think, six hundred. Jesus, uh, I can't even imagine going to school with that many people. I mean, it, yeah, I mean, and but still, we were we were all kind of sick, but because I still knew the kids from my elementary school, like. We all still went to school, like high school with each other, but there was just about 600 other kids added to that. The mm. elementary, middle, and high school combined 
had less than a thousand students. Damn. Absolutely. And because the towns were so small, like, okay, I don't understand how the kids in elementary school knew who I was. I knew kids in elementary. Right. It's just everything's so sort of incestuous. Was your dad a popular mayor? Um, he's still mayor. Okay. And the reason he became mayor is because the prior mayor, who was mayor for years, uh, was an alcoholic and oh, died. Damn. And no one wanted to be the mayor because where I'm from, all the towns are like 700 population. So they're not paid and you don't do anything. Sounds and like. And my dad. My dad sounds like my career. Again. Yeah. Right. I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> uh, <laughs> No, I work. I, I try. I work hard. I try to. Uh, my dad is popular. Granted, half the town is my family, so I would hope he's popular. Right. So people were just like, Scott, you should run. And he was like, okay. And he was on like the town council at one point. So they were like, you should run. And he was like, okay. So he's now done it for, he's been the mayor for like, I think over eight years. Like he's, he's like done Mayor Daly. He's Mayor Daly in Chicago. <laughs> but it's was only. Like all the dailies. It's like a. His only Nepotism. two jobs are he dresses as Santa at Christmas. Okay. So like the kids in town one day they have a photographer come in and they can like take pictures. Um and why is it the mayor's job? It's not technically they're just they were like my dad was like, we need I need something to do. And they're right. like, dress up as Santa. <laughs> and then at Fourth of July or Memorial Day, one of those, he gets to go in the cherry picker and hang the American flags on the the light pole. So that's his only job. Literally. And break a tie if there's ever a tie, but newsflash, it's a town of Republicans, so there's never a tie. Yeah. Isn't America wild or just like places like small towns and cities and like how shitty? Isn't America shitty? It's (laughs) just so you said last night, Emma. We were at a we went to a a Penguins game here in Pittsburgh. Which is hockey. Hockey. (laughs) And Nick and I were like looking around. And by the way, Nick and I, more Nick, because he was in a giant Corellaville jacket. And a little neck. Kept getting stares, but like we were like, straight people are really weird. Like Nick said to me, he's like, I know they think that gay people are weird. But <laughs> and we people, are. Don't get me wrong. We are. We are. But, but they the straight are. people are weird. They are. But what were you guys doing there? Like, if you hadn't told me before we started recording that you went to a hockey game last night, if you said you went to a Penguins game, I would have thought you went to watch Penguins play at a park. Like, I wouldn't have. That even, would be way more fun because I love Penguins. That I would make more penguins. sense. But, like, tr- how so did you guys. So, we're in Pittsburgh visiting friends who are straight and okay. who are former hockey players. And they really wanted to take us to a game. And by the way, we had a blast. Mm. Right. And they wanted to take us to a game also purely because it's entertaining to picture Mateo and I in like a very straight sport environment. Mm -hmm. So they took us and we did. We had a great time. I got very into it. I was cheering. But I looked like America's faggot entering that stadium. Right, right. Just like <laughs> just Cruella as he was walking. <laughs> but it's it's truly like at one point I'm just standing in line waiting to order a Diet Coke and there was like a horde of six men off to the side just standing staring me down. Not talking to each other, nothing, just staring at me like they have never seen someone like me before in my life. And I was like, what's happening here? At least one of them wanted to have sex with you for sure. Oh, 100%. Absolutely. I mean, granted, they've all probably fucked a hog or a cousin at some point, but (laughs) one of them I'm sure wanted to fuck me. (laughs) I I mean, for sure. 
Like, there's no way, like, one out of what, what what's the percentage of gay people? Like, one out of eight, I think six? One out of ten or something. One out of right ten. Now, I feel like a lot of people are more, rep, like, queer representation or bi-pan. But it was very, I mean, I grew up in a small town, but everyone in town knows me, so they're used to me. Right. And then I've been in New York ever since, which is like a bubble. So it was sort of, not off-putting, but just bizarre to be in an environment like that where it's only straight people basically i relate to that me just acting how i normally would and them just not knowing what to do with that although to be fair nick was getting more upset at the referee than the people who went to the game like screaming and yelling even though do you know how the actual rules work you're like that was a score i knew nothing yeah but the second the audience started yelling, I just started yelling. Mm. So people would be like, boo. And I'd be like, you suck. <laughs> yeah. Why? Like, I don't know. At one point, Nick's like, get some new glasses, ref. Jesus Christ. And then game. other people next to us stole my line. And they were like, get glasses. I was like, I'm a trendsetter. <laughs> yeah. You're going to be the, the mayor. The in front of us didn't look up once. She brought her son. And she was on her phone typing faster than I've ever seen anyone type. To every person in her phone. On Instagram, on TikTok, on her uh, SMS, on email, anything you can message people. And didn't look up once. It's like two and a half hours, two hours. It's three periods, two intermissions. And she didn't look up once. All she would do is eat chicken fingers and type. Hell yeah. And I was like, and not even acknowledge her like six year old son sitting next to her who's watching the game. And you would like occasionally see like turn to look to his mom to be like, oh, wasn't that cool or something? Didn't even acknowledge him. Even I had my phone down, except when I was recording Nick reacting like a lunatic towards the ref. But, you know, it's like then this one mom brought her, which I actually think she should not have. She brought her two month old. Oh, fresh. Out Probably hard to find a babysitter. That's so that you know what I mean. Then don't come to the then game. Then don't go to no. a game. They're and eh, eh, make noise. Eh, right. Eh, eh, eh. They play hockey until like March or April. Like right. you didn't need to come now. You could have gave it a little bit more time. To this, I'm surprised. And it wasn't a significant game. I'm surprised that this that was the case in Pittsburgh actually because Pittsburgh's like not. Is it still a city? Yeah, no. no it, it, I it, we had a blast. It was just like people stared at us. Just because we didn't look like, I guess, everybody else going there. I mean, it would be like one time Sam J and I went to this like gay club in North Carolina and it mm. was like the most fun we've ever had. But there was a cowboy walking around and everyone st- stared at the cowboy. And it we wasn't a like, gay what cowboy? What are you doing here? Mm-mm. Well, it was the same when we landed in Pittsburgh. We were getting off the plane and the flight attendant, again, Mateo and I look gay right I mean, we can't hide it we right. just look gay it is what it is and I, again i'm in a cruella jacket we're in sunglasses we're right. getting off this plane clearly fedora coming from new, new york, york right the flight attendant was like um thanks for flying is this home for you guys no and bitch. i was like huh <laughs> and she goes is pittsburgh home and i said definitely not <laughs> But like the pilot was gay. He recognized me. We were walking out. He goes, oh, my God. He goes, oh, my God, it's you. No way. The pilot? Verbatim. Verbatim. The pilot. Gay. Gay. Oh, my God, it's you. Hey. I was like, hey. The landing was bad. Well, all right. We're going to take a break and we're going to come right back. And 
Emma, how you been? I've been okay. I did my first college like two weeks ago. I hadn't done one in a couple years. And it was pretty mm. funny because, you know, college shows can like run the gamut. But this one was, it was in Massachusetts and the... I had never, I hadn't heard of the school, but whatever. There's so many schools. So I get there. It took, there was a bunch of accidents. There was like four accidents. So it was supposed to be a four hour drive. It took me like seven hours. I get there. And right when I get there, they were like, they were like, oh, to, you know, to do the show, we're doing it for a student group, but we drew a giant picture of you out in front of where we're, you're going to be performing with our chalk. And then they were all like, but none of us can draw. So don't be offended. <laughs> and I was like, oh boy. So I was like, it's okay. Like, thanks. Like, do what you got to do. Like, I really, like I wanted to say I don't it's like care. A stick figure. <laughs> that would have been more flattering, actually. But <laughs> I I wanted to like I was like, oh, I don't I truly don't care. But I was I realized it sounded me because I was like, I, there's like no ounce of flying one half iota of give a fuck of whatever the fuck it is. But I didn't want to say that because they're kids. So I was like, oh and then I saw it and it was it was um it was just like a explosion of like yellow and then <laughs> like a hot dog type thing. But then when the show I don't know what that means a hot dog type. It was like <clears throat> like a if a stick figure was also like curvy but with round. R- yeah, round but with like like a cylinder. Yeah. Like a sausage. Yeah. Yeah. It's not saying I could do a better job. And then the woman running it was like, You have a fan. And I was like, Oh. And she was like, did you know? And I was like, oh, no, I don't know. And she was like, you have a fan. You have a fan. Like, we'll go get her. And I was like, oh, my God, because the show didn't start for another hour. And then the, this girl came. Like, whenever someone says you have a fan, like, that's not like a good, like, it's like, I was like, I don't even like using that word. I, I don't, right. I never use that word. I would say, I don't think of it like that. I think of it like someone's your A person employer. that knows my work. Exactly. <laughs> but this girl came in and she, she was from TikTok and she so the other students didn't know who I was, but then this one girl was like way disproportionately excited. So they're all like, okay, when's the show start? And then this one girl's like, wow, yes, yes. Like so excited. So the woman's like, did you know you had a fan? I was like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm trying to get more of them. Like I was like, oh my God. But then, <laughs> <laughs> but then this was the part I wanted to tell you about. They, they didn't, I just went by myself. I used to always bring like an opener for colleges, but I was just like, I didn't even think to do that. And it was fine, but they didn't – I asked the student, I was like, so how – well, I know the show's going to start. Are you guys – who's is someone going to bring me up or what do you want to do? And she was like, ooh. She was like, I could do it, but I really don't want to. Could you introduce yourself? And I was like, yep. What? Yeah, I just said yes because I was like, whatever. And then I, I went up to the podium when it was time to start, and I was like, full lights are on, and I was trying to play some music. So I took my phone and I put jock jams on and then I put it up to the mic and the podium. And instead of it just playing jock, like broadcasting, it went like, and then I moved it where I put it back. So it was just like, and then all the students are looking at me. I'm standing to the side of the stage at the podium, all the lights are on. And then I was like, well, then I tapped the mic and I was like, are you guys ready to get the show started? And they're like, yeah. And then I was like, you, you guys ready for a comedy show? Yeah. And I was like, well, your comedian needs no introduction because it's me. And they were like, what? And then my one, my fan was like, wow. And I got it on videotape, but you can only see me. You can't see them. So you hear her being like, woo, woo. Like, I'm the one, man, woo. And then I go up and I was like, ah, I get it, guys. Like, because I introduced myself. All right. And then I like started and it was just 
it was weird. And then I was like, do you guys want to do a Q&A? And then they were like, yeah, what do you think of Tim Hortons? And they asked me all these like random questions. And it was fine, but it was just so, it was just like, I just haven't done one in a long time. So I think, you know. They're hard. If I had and to shockingly, do, not your worst introduction to a game. And shockingly, yeah, exactly. Seriously, seriously. That is so, so funny. It was funny. Oh, my and God. I, Emma, why don't you say that all on stage? That's really funny. I should. I wish I had rec- I wish I'd recorded it better. I just didn't want to get the kids on camera. So it's like, yeah, just like oddly of me. But you can kind of hear what it. What were the ages? Probably 18 to 20. They look so young. I think they were sophomores. But I haven't been around college kids in a long time. Like, they look so young. Children. Children. Literally children. One guy so looked. so old older and he was like he was really he was super muscular and he was an athlete but everyone else just looks so little <laughs> even the teachers that there were some teachers there and they looked really young too but my my gauge for age is all off like once but anything- i did i i did a college gig the other week and um i was complimented because i said well you know because i'm 36 and this girl in the front goes <gasps> right I was like, okay, I'm not a hundred. Right. I was like, thank you. But I was like, I guess I look younger than you thought because you literally gasped like I just admitted I murdered someone. Right. Like, what did she think? But I do you remember that when someone would be like, they're 23. Like, I had a babysitter that was 18 when I was a kid and I thought she was like, I know when I was in college, my friend Matt Whiting, we were like, I was 18 and we were like, how old are you? He's like, oh, I'm 26. We were like, oh my God, you're a hundred. Like, we just couldn't right. get over it. I couldn't get over it. Did you guys know when you had babysitters that they were, like, hired? Because mm-hmm. I was under the illusion that they were, like, just hanging out with me and my sister. Just friends. Yeah. And I remember the day I found out that they were, like, paid. I was like, what? Like, I just thought they, it was, like, I just thought we were cool. <laughs> My mom was like, to be clear, Carly does not want to be here. That was our babysitter. She was like, we're paying her. And, like, she's tried to quit several times. <laughs> oh, well. How many more shows are... She does not like you. She does not like you. Stop wetting she the bed. She is not a fan. Right, not a fan. You know your fan? Not That's not her. She's not, not that. Did you get a picture with the fan? Did of you get course. a picture with her? I did, yeah. That I did. sweet. Yeah, I mean, a like... A fan. Yeah, she, the, do you know you have a fan here? And I was like, no, I I, I didn't. Will, I realize that people do not know how to speak to, of all people, comedians the most. I know. Because well, I think people who aren't comedians and they meet comedians think they need to be funny. Like the interaction has Which to Which is be so funny. sad because so like, what an awful thing to feel. They either need to make you laugh oh or they need to like <laughs> set you up to make them laugh or... They just feel like it has to be a funny interaction of some kind. And then it always ends up being awkward. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, the comedian always just puts them in their place immediately. I never want anyone to feel like they have to be funny or think that I'm going to be funny unless it's a show when obviously the expectation is there that I'll, I'll do my best. But it's like that feeling of that just seems like so it's like a disarm. It's just weird. It's not because once you think that someone's supposed to be funny, then it's like. It, the expectation just ruins anything, I think. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or people act like, like, when they inter- like people introduce you, the funniest person, you're going to love them. They're incredible. I'm like, shut up. Yeah. Just say, coming to the stage, Mateo. Right. Or at a party, if someone's like, 
so it, I've I've talked to people before and I'll try to avoid it. And like, especially if we're like, like at a wedding or something, if we hit it off and then someone's like, oh, you met Emma, you know, they're a comedian. And then like all of a sudden it feels like I, I've felt it before where it's like the person thinks I then was like tricking them. Like, especially if we're like, la- they're like, ah, and then about fucking I got dip on my shirt or whatever. And then once they find out they're, you're a comedian, they're like, oh, you're a comedian. That's what was going on. And I was like, it's, it's just, you're like, eh. I was and just then trying the to get to the wedding. Because then they expect you to like be on the whole right. time. Right. I will say though, sometimes in certain situations, like yesterday, we all got in the elevator. So it was like us, we clearly look gay, but with our friends who are clearly straight, it was an obvious lesbian and other, there was like a strange group of mismatched people sure. in this elevator. And it was a long elevator ride. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to make these people laugh. And by the time we got to floor one, I had everyone laughing. Mission accomplished. That's why you're pro, baby. That's my mindset when I go into Hertz rental car. I fucking murder every time. When what I rent a car. that one time with me and Patty and you. Except that time, actually, because I got because Patty and I tried to fight someone because they cut in front of us. <laughs> but literally, Patty tried to fight someone. Both I'm Patty. Shocked. Yeah. Both these two just five foot four screaming at this person. This guy just walked in front of us. There was no one else there. I don't even think we were in a hurry. And we were like, and he, well, I recall this very clearly because he was like, I've had a long day. And both Patty and I were like, you don't know what kind of day we've had. And then, (laughs) and Patty was like, I've been traveling. I was like, I could have been traveling. And then the guy was like, sorry, sorry, sorry. Sorry, Mateo was like, it's fine, like, it's okay. And then I think we, I think he it was like him. holding two pit bulls. You ever see like a pit bull owner <laughs> and the pit bulls just go crazy over this other dog and they're just like, I'm so sorry. They're not normally like this. That was, <laughs> yeah, me. right. I'm like, you don't know what we've been through either, bitch. And we were in line and this is New York. We well, well, to be fair, we were waiting in line and he tried to cut us off. And I was like, no, I hate a cut. What are you talking about? I do not like it when someone cuts in the line. Mm-mm. Are you Mm-mm. dating anybody, Nick? <laughs> no. Really? No dates at all? No. I find dating to be so exhausting. Partly because I don't like people. I don't like leaving my home. Yeah, I get that. You know, it just, if I could find someone by never having to leave my couch and being able to fast <laughs> forward three months so you're already past the awkward small talk right. getting to know someone... But that's not a thing. So, and what does everyone say to you on Grinder here? And now that I've been doing things with Mateo, anytime I'm on any app, Grinder, Scruff, Bumble, whatever, it's now just, are you here with Mateo? Are you here with Mateo? Oh, oh my God, you know Mateo? Oh my God, I love your and Mateo's videos. Oh my God, is this the Nick Smith from Mateo? It's me. And I'm like, or it's always, are you going to Olive Garden? We should go to Olive Garden. Let's go to Olive Garden. Well, that's well, not that Olive bad. Olive Garden's a line. not paying me. That video was a hit. It was a hit, Nick. Olive that, Garden. Video. That's not a bad line, though. For them trying to take you. To I Olive was going to say. I mean, I might actually do that. Yeah, that <laughs> yeah. could be. You know. You should make it in your bio. No, I will not go to the Olive Garden with you. It used to be. It used to be the first three months of dating were like fun. It used to be that, and then. When you enjoy staying in your house and not getting that like rush, I don't because you don't get a rush after a while. You stop getting that rush from like meeting that you stop getting a rush from it because you're just like, oh yeah, I know this can be fun, but sometimes the more well, fun. Also, it, we're all we're we're also exactly, older. 
And it's also like the more fun it is. You're older, Nick. Speak for yourself. You are old. The more fun something is, the more of a disaster it can be. Like some of the relationships I had that were like so like over the top crazy in the beginning, then were like fucking shit shows. Yeah. Anything that starts hot and heavy ends up hot and heavy. Fizzling out. Yeah. My girlfriend and I always say one of the reasons our relationship is like lasting so long is because like we had like bumps like right in the beginning where we had to like not didn't put it, you know, no pedestals or anything. Because we had yeah, that, like you guys a real work really, really, really well with each other. We've been together a long time. I love it. You have a very How healthy long? relationship. I think like two years, but it doesn't feel it doesn't feel like long. Like I didn't even really realize that um, until Thanksgiving because it's like the only girlfriend I've had that's like come to two Thanksgivings. Oh wow! That's and we a big deal. we went to go see and my my special uncle who this time last year at Thanksgiving he was in a neck brace. Um, he had just moved into this like old person's home, but not for special needs people. But so he was just like with older people. We went back to see him this time. He's gained, like, in a good way. He looks like Elvis at the end of his life if Elvis was happy as hell. Like, we went to go see him. He's in, like, a jogger. He probably gained, like, 60 pounds. He had all these bracelets on. He made it in an arts and crafts class. Mm, and there were, like, cute. women, older women, like, all around him. And he was watching the parade. And we came in. And he was just like, come on in. Beaming. Thrilled. And he said to my girlfriend, he was like, I think he said, he said like, Ooh, two times. Look who's back. And I was like, yeah. Oh, that's sweet. First time, two times. And I was like, shut up. No more info. Like, (laughs) but it was cute. And how's your mom? She was oddly chill for Thanksgiving because last Thanksgiving, she was like, it was like three or four months before it. She was like, what are we going to eat? What do we want? Who's getting this potato? You're, this is who's gluten free? No one. And then like every day, like someone is, no one is. So this Thanksgiving, <laughs> she like didn't talk about the food once, and it was like worked out well. What did you guys what'd do? You eat? Turkey, fucking, you know, the normal, All the, the norm stuff. Yeah, I went to Marie Faustin's sister's house with Lisa Traeger in Jersey, and we. Oh, had that's so fun! Blast. Marie's that's so fun. Family is they're all funny. They're all fucking funny and we all watched bad christmas movies on netflix and all made fun of them it was a plus great food great that's great 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 yeah i've never done a friendsgiving but i would like to do that i think because yeah they're just also so much less pressure so that's what more, we did for years. Yeah, just so much more relaxed, and you can just like actually enjoy the day instead of dreading like seeing someone you don't like or having to talk to people you don't like or feel uncomfortable around. And there's always like something like with family. It's like there's always like even if the day always. goes smoothly, there's like an underlying thing about some fucking that you like forgot about, and then you're like, oh, yeah, that was weird. What'd you always do, Nick? Something. Um, I actually went to my best friends in Virginia mm. uh, and celebrated with her and her family. But she's been like my best friend since I was four. So they're like my second family. Right. Um, it was nice. We had a we- good time. I baked. Ooh, what'd you bake? Please, please don't. Pumpkin bars. Ooh. Which is basically just pumpkin pie, but cut into bar shape. Love a bar. Love a bar. I love a bar. And it was yummy. You don't, is Nick not, a, you don't think Nick's a good cook, Mateo? No. Really? He doesn't even know. <laughs> I bet you're a good cook, Nick. I bet probably Mateo's the best or, cook, then you, then me. 
Nick's not a good cook. Mateo's all smoke and mirrors. He is. Nick's not a good cook, and he's not a good baker. Are you all smoking me? No. Well, one time I had some of Mateo's pasta. It was really good. He probably ordered it before you got there. <gasps> Exposed. Oh, shit. You know what's funny is Nick never gives compliments, but one time he uh, was <laughs> like, well, you're going to make that pasta or not. And then I made it for oh. him and I made my mom pasta de la mama. And Nick goes, oh, this is pretty good. No Olive Garden. One but time. Yeah, yeah. No Olive Garden. No Olive Garden. It's no Olive Garden. Uh, Emma, where can people uh, see you coming up on the road? Okay, so coming up, I'm on the road this weekend, but this will air after that. Um, coming up, I'll be at Bananas in New Jersey on December 10th. And then I'm not going to be on the road again until January, where I have a bunch of dates coming up. I'll be in South Greensboro, South Carolina, Charlotte. Um, South Carolina, North Carolina, the 10th, 11th, and 12th. And then I will be at in Orlando, January 24th, Tampa, the 25th, Omaha, the 27th and 28th. And I'm very excited to be in Seattle. I've never done a show in Seattle. I'm going to be in Seattle on the 4th and then San Jose on the 5th. Great. I will be in Cincinnati in January and Orlando in January. Then February, Toronto, Los Angeles, Seattle, San Francisco, March, New York City, Charlotte, North Carolina, New Orleans, Philadelphia, April, Indianapolis, West Palm Beach, Oklahoma City, and May, Tampa, San Antonio, and then that's it. Woo woo! Thank you guys, as always. (laughs) Yeah, Nick, where are you? Well, well, and if someone, are, are you still doing real estate, Nick? I am. So, so if, if you anyone want, is in New York City and wants to buy or sell something, hit me up. Where can they find you? Um, on Instagram at nicksmith09. Uh, okay. Thank I you guys so run. much. Thank you guys so much. Thank like you. and subscribe, and we'll see you soon. Whoop. A podcast network.